There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Nisa. And I'm Omar. Welcome to our podcast, Help I'm Sad. Today's episode is all about character strengths. We both have taken a character surveys quiz to help us identify what our best qualities are and how we use them in our daily lives. So if you're of the melancholy variety, you're a nervous wreck, or anything in between, settle in and make yourself at home. So, how are you feeling today? I am feeling feeling good, to be honest. Um, I haven't worked out a lot, but that's because I've been working a lot. So, mm. in my mind, as long as it balances out and my check is looking right, <laughs> I'm okay with it. So, I've been good for the most part. How about you? Um, I've been depressed, but what's new? Like, well. <laughs> I've just been having like some like major depression, man, and I can't figure out why. Like. Usually I can, like, figure out why. Well, I do know why, but I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> but, like, I – it's just been, like, so much. Like, I've been crying nonstop. I have, like, no – I mean, I've never been, like, a zestful person, but I have no, yeah. like, desire to do anything, really. The only thing I've been consistent with is, like, working out. And it hasn't helped, so. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, it's helping me make me, like, feel good about myself. Like, oh, I did something productive. Yeah. But, like, aside from that, like, it's not really that but much of a help. I'm glad you're maintaining at least that because a lot of people can't say the, the same. Yeah. Especially because I wouldn't have done, worked out as much as I have this year in the past two, three, four, five years. So I thought it would be interesting for Omar and I to do a character strength survey. I already did mine because my therapist um, suggested doing one in one of our sessions. And so uh, I found this survey very helpful in identifying positive things about myself because I'm someone who has a hard time pointing out the positives about myself. I tend to focus on the negatives or the areas that I need to grow in. And so my therapist uh, told me to try the character strengths survey just so I could have something on hand that showed like proof that like hey these are your strengths and you're not a terrible person yeah. <laughs> so um 
I, we both have our results here and we're going to talk about them a bit like what shocked us what didn't um areas we feel like maybe we could grow or how we see these strengths show up in our life so um when i did my test the first thing that came up as my significant my signature strength um is my persuasiveness being able to provide wise counsel to others having ways of looking at the world that makes sense to one's self slash others and i thought that was pretty dead on because i find in my day-to-day relationships a lot of a lot of my conversations are <clears throat> ones that i'm giving advice to mm-hmm. um and it may not always be like relationship advice it just m- might be like like life processing things advice yeah um and i I find myself giving those type of um, counseling things because I find myself having to counsel myself on a day-to-day basis being like, okay, you need to do A, B, and C, stay on top of your game. Like, you know, you want to image, my image to the world really doesn't matter to me, but like I understand there's an image to the world that I'm giving off. So I'm trying to be as cognizant and not as cognizant of that as possible and then just kind of like balance out what it looks like to live a healthy you know lifestyle and healthy you know um way so i agree with that how about what's your first one i'm excited to hear this. <laughs> yeah so um i told omar that my first one shocked me um i also told my therapist the first one shocked me because although i feel like this first one is a component of who i am and a major component i did not think that it was my number one strength um and so my number one character strength is (laughs) spirituality (laughs) okay so under it says it has like these um categories that they fall in right yeah so for spirituality it falls under transcendence and it's having coherent beliefs about the higher purpose and meaning of the universe knowing where one fits in within the larger scheme and having beliefs about the meaning of life that shape, conduct, and provide comfort. Why were you surprised? I was surprised because I didn't think it would be number one. Like, I thought, yeah. oh, it might be in the top five, but I didn't think it would be number one. Um, and my number two, I thought, would have been number one, but, like, we'll get into that. Yeah. So I thought it was shocking that it was number one because I think when I took this test, I wasn't a very, like, I wasn't very connected spiritually. Like, I felt very disconnected Um, just in general, like, about purpose, about just my existence, I guess. And so I didn't think that that would, like, show through in the survey. And also, I'm not someone, like, who's, like, super spiritually. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not just, like, out here being like, oh, you know. I don't know how to explain it. Jesus but like, Christ is the way. Yeah, it's not, not even just like that. Or like, you know, some people are super like, oh, I believe in crystals. And like, you know, like I'm yeah. not that type of person. And so it was kind of shocking. But when I really sit down and think about it, it kind of does make sense for me because I am someone who I, when I don't feel like I'm living my purpose, I feel very useless. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's what contributes to my depression i feel like that's where why i am depressed right now it's because i feel like i'm not functioning in my purpose mm. and i'm still waiting for that to happen like i know what it, my purpose is but i'm not there yet got you and so i think for me that's where the spirituality component comes in it's like i feel like there's um a reason for everything and there's 
a purpose for everyone and I feel like I'm not fulfilling that right now and I also like the idea of being connected to something higher than you you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and so I think that is another reason why it was my number one because for me that's like what keeps me going you know what I'm saying like I can't not have faith in something higher than myself you know what I'm saying because there's days when I'm like I'm so tired like I'm so exhausted I physically can't do it but if I have faith you know what I'm saying I feel like I can keep going and so I think that's another um, reason why spirituality was my number one strength. And that's crazy because... And I'm, that's why I told you I yeah, thought it would be you because yeah, I was like... <laughs> I've really been on my spiritual journey, like, getting into the crystal thing, <laughs> like, and really, like, exploring what, who God is to me and what I'm supposed to express mm-hmm. to this world. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, like, I thought that was going to be... My, one of my top ones and it almost didn't make my top five really crazy <laughs> to me, so yeah yeah um, and i just want to say i also think like spirituality is more than just like believing in a god or anything like yeah. that like i think it's also being like feeling connected to nature and stuff like that and i was just thinking about like you know i think there's a part of me that's really spiritual in the sense that i believe that every living thing should be treated with respect and love and care and that doesn't mean that I don't eat chicken because I will, okay? <laughs> and I know it's hypocritical. My relationship. Okay, with but chicken. I, I, um, I do believe that like you shouldn't go out your way to to purposely harm something just because it's fun or because it's for sport. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so I think that's another way that I show, like, that spirituality is my number one character strength. So my number two, um, is actually love. <gasps> love of humanity. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I got excited because I was like, man, that's not fair. My love isn't in my top five. (laughs) (laughs) So mine's is love and humanity, valuing close relationships with others, and in particular those in which sharing and caring are reciprocated, being close to people, I think is very, very important to me. Um, I can see why it's like top three because (laughs) I I value relationships that are close to me i understand the impact and influence people have on you like on a day-to-day basis no matter how original you might want to be you have influence of an idea of a person that you want might want to incorporate into yourself on a day-to-day basis um which is weird because i mean which is not weird but it's like funny to say because like i'm really like a lot of my conversations maybe in the past year and a half has been like God, please allow me to have meaningful conversations yeah. everywhere to anybody I need to talk to. Um, and it's been that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? so um, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, what's, your t- what's your second one? Okay, so I just want to make a comment on the love thing. Okay. And, like, when you read the description, I was like, that makes sense why it's not my, in my talk. <laughs> because it's, like, being connected to others. Yeah. And though I do enjoy that, it's not a major necessity for me. And that's not because um, I never have felt that way i think i have it's just learning to not need it yeah um just based off like emotional loneliness and like not being connected to other people that i'm supposed to be connected to like family oh i think you prioritizing your mental health in a way that i think energetically maybe not be in your like your wheelhouse capacity to like give i think yeah for me 
your lineage has a lot to do with it. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like your parents, the type of person they are on a day-to-day basis kind of influences the type of person you are on a day-to-day basis. Right. Like, my, for my parents to be teachers and, and speakers, I feel like I was automatically going to be put into a role of having to use my voice for whatever reason. Uh-huh. How I use it is up to me, but right. what I use it for is kind of like God's thing, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Okay, so my second uh, strength is humility. And I thought that would be, I like knew that that was going to be in my top five because, um, here, let me just read the description. Uh, humility is letting one's accomplishments speak for themselves, not regarding oneself as more special than one is. And the second part of that of not regarding oneself as more special than one is, is basically how I live my life. And that's, there's, a, there's a good side to humility and a bad side yeah. in the sense that is it humility or is it low self-esteem? <laughs> because <Yes. laughs> for me, um, I truly don't believe I'm any special than anyone else. Um, but that's because I've been treated in ways that makes me feel like I'm not valuable. Yeah. And so it's not like true humility where it's like everyone is equal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just am humble because of how people have treated me in the past. And then internalizing that and thinking, okay, well, they didn't show up for me. That means they didn't show up for me because I'm not worth showing up for. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then there's also a part of me that is very humble in the sense that, like, I'm not going to boast about the things I've done. I yeah. rather I'm more of someone who likes to move in secret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like privacy and like just be like, OK, well, I want this for myself, not to like show the world yeah. that I'm like capable of being successful or anything yeah. like that. So I definitely think that. It makes sense that it's number two for me because I think my humility does drive a lot of the things I do, like in the way that I interact with other people. Yeah, I, I like that for you because <laughs> my humility. <I'm> <laughs> you said it's um at the bottom. <laughs> it's so far down, <laughs> and I understand why because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm that special, right. <laughs> and I think I think having having to experience low self esteem, I can understand, like having maybe it's a maybe a perception of needing to be overly grateful yeah and overly humble yeah for people who aren't that yeah and don't need to be that for anybody else and so i think that a level of like hum- humility comes in knowing that it could be a lot worse yeah but like you're here so like be grateful and yeah proceed with caution because it can all go yeah in about 2.5 seconds yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and i think that's another component for me when being humble is like i've never felt comfortable in the sense that like i feel like like i've said this before on the podcast i feel like no matter situation things can always get worse yeah and so i always keep that in mind <laughs> always <laughs> now i would and i'm trying to reframe it reframe it from being like things can get worse so be a, a negative person i'm trying to think like okay Things can get worse, so be humble. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your third thing? So my third thing is humor. Yes, I can um, see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so liking to laugh mm-hmm. and um, what is it? Tenth. Liking tease. to laugh, tease. Sorry. Yeah. Liking to laugh, tease. Bring smiles to others. Seeing the light side, making, not necessarily telling jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think about 
laughing all the time because it keeps them crying. It keeps them yeah. from being angry. It's it a good coping mechanism. Being, yes, I yeah. think <laughs> it's like the general consensus of like how to best get through trauma and situations right. that feel traumatic. Yeah. Um, which may not always be the case for a lot of like may not always be the best way to cope in certain situations like for death and things yeah. of that nature. People, you know, take that take that really serious but like other people find laughter to get through and i find myself in that space only because i haven't had to deal with a lot of grief Mm -hmm. and so the little grief that i have had to deal with have been relatively quick i'll deal with it in a moment but then like afterwards it's like laughs and giggles because i don't i don't know i don't i haven't thought about that intensely why (laughs) i think that way but yeah yeah so humor for me was number eight. It's not my top five. <laughs> but I, I think, like, humor is a good coping mechanism for some people because it's, like, you can find purpose in it. Like, when even if you're sad and you can make someone else laugh, it makes you feel better because yeah. you're making someone else feel good. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I definitely see humor as in your top five. So my third one was kindness. Doing favors and good deeds for others. Helping them, taking care of them. I can see that in your top five. Yeah. And this one, I told my therapist I thought this would be maybe one. Mm. Just because, like, kind of how I talked about, like, the animal thing. Like, I'm someone who's very, like, aware of, like, other people and trying to be considerate. Yeah. And to me, that's a big thing. Like, if someone's inconsiderate to me, like, we're done. So I feel like I prioritize that for myself to be that way with others. And I definitely thought that would be, I'm glad it's in my top five because I do think that reflects who I am. And is one of my strengths. Um, and I think the doing favors and good deeds for others, is like, that's how I show people my love. Like, that's my love language is, like, acts of service and taking care of other people. So, yeah. Do you find yourself um, struggling, not struggling, like, having a hard time balance, maybe, um, like you said, caring for, like, you love caring for other people, but, like, knowing how to care for yourself in the same respect um do i ever yes i do (laughs) (laughs) literally yes um i think when i care about someone and more specifically when i love someone um i want to like give them the world you know what i'm saying like i want to do everything and help them and that's probably an issue that will be brought up in therapy (laughs) because i think it's good to like want to take care of another person but to the point where you lose yourself is not healthy yeah and so i think oh it's not i used to just be mad at the people who didn't get it like the people who wouldn't reciprocate but it's also my issue too like i could just do less and I think a part of me doing more is because I'm like, okay, well, if I do this, then they'll love me. Or I do this, they won't be mad at me. Or they'll stick around. Or they say, I won't be, or they can't say, I didn't do enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I definitely do have that problem of like not getting it back. But I think I'm in a place where I'm like, if I'm not getting it back, then I'll give less. Mm. I'm not going to come out the gate giving less, but I'll, if I see that you're not, handling what i'm doing with care like if you're not like oh i see that you're taking care of me so i'm going to reciprocate i'm going to take care of you the way that you need just like you're taking care of me the way i need then i'll pull back i'm not going to give everything because 
I need the reciprocity. You know what right. I'm saying? So, so like, do you feel like if you were to give to a person mm-hmm. and they didn't reciprocate it back, do you do you then feel guilty for not maybe being aware of their level of capacity? No. Of love that you've given. Do I feel guilty? Yeah, like mm. in terms of like, because like I feel like this is a working theory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in a lot of relationships, they they go sour. The ones that aren't fidelity, mm-hmm. like the reasons it's not fidelity or whatever. Right. Like the they fall out of their rhythm, the rhythmic pattern because they aren't like they reciprocate. They give love. In hopes to receive the same love back, but they aren't cognizant of like the self care love it takes to like maintain or or say, hey, yeah, you're giving me too much right now, or you're not giving me enough right now to like mm-hmm. actually vocalize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I think I think I wouldn't feel guilty. I would feel angry, I guess, mm-hmm. because like I think there is a level. I think some people get upset. Like I said before, like when they don't get what they need back they're upset at the person and only that person yeah but there's like a level of it where you need to hold yourself accountable for it too because it's like some people first of all like people learn to love in different ways and then some people just genuinely like you said don't have the capacity to give you what you need and it is the moment that you realize that i think that's when you should either take a step back and then address it with the person or just be like hey you can't give me what i need right now like you know once they've expressed that like you can't give me what i need then deuces like i don't know like i gotta do what's best for me yeah 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 um what's your number four my number four is which i thought would be like my number one Uh (laughs) would happen to be your number one okay spirituality (laughs) yeah um you what you mentioned uh the the meaning that they have the transcendence um i think like i said for past a year and a half my spirituality has been top priority next to making sure i have a roof over my head (laughs) yeah it's next to me paying rent i'm right (laughs) i'm having to like really check in with myself check in with the guy that i say that i serve like really Mm -hmm. and really be on it that way um and not compromising with the relationships that I have, like with people I talk to and what they require, what they require of me, you know what I'm saying? And really being honest about, you know, where I am. Um, so spirituality, I mean, it's top five. So we, we here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my fourth one was prudence. Mm. So being careful about one's choices, not taking undue risks, not saying or doing things that might later be regretted. And that is for certain <laughs> like i'm someone who's very deliberate in what i say yeah and i'm deliberate in the people i have in my life i'm deliberate about the choices i make um i'm not necessarily an impulsive person i am an impulsive buyer though <laughs> i will purchase stuff <laughs> and be like why did i get this um but i am very careful about my choices i'm not necessarily a risk taker um and so I think that definitely fits me. I didn't think it would be my top five just because I didn't think it's like a core of like my of who I am or like yeah. my strengths. I think something else would have like other things would have been up there like honesty or like <laughs> 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 or like um social in- or like love of learning or something like that. Yeah. You know, like that seems more like 
a core part of me but um I think it also like these tests it depends on the place you are in your life and like if I came back and took it like maybe three years from now like it, I would have totally different yeah um yeah responses to it so what's number five number five for me is curiosity um, oh, I see that under, for you too. Yeah, <laughs> it follows the wisdom. Uh-huh. Um, taking the interest on ongoing experiences for its own sake, finding subjects and topics, um, fascinating, exploring and discovering. I that's think that's so you. <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, that's so you. <laughs> I love exploring. I love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you're talking about what. Prudence. Mm-hmm. I have none. Like right. I feel like I take risks. I go out and do things. Um, I I will thank that to my my dad, my grandparents. Like I just been able to travel, been able right. to go out places. I just ha- haven't had that innate like, I, maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe I should second guess. I, I always got that green light go. And right. It's whether, <laughs> it's whether I want to be like, do I want to die today or not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how far should I how far should I go? Not whether I should go at all right um <laughs> that's a good quality to have i feel so yeah that's the curiosity top five definitely yeah. hit me spot on because <laughs> i'll try anything yeah my my fifth one was fairness and i definitely saw this being in my mm. um top five and it falls under justice obviously and it's treating all people the same according to notions of fairness and justice not letting feelings bias decisions about others and giving everyone a fair chance and I think this is very much me and not to like into too much in astrology but like I'm a Libra moon so like that makes sense for me like the fairness um and I think it goes hand in hand with uh humility just in the sense of like according treating people according to uh, fairness and justice and um I think this is very much me just because like of my belief system I think everyone should be treated fairly and equally and um everyone should have justice that's why i have a true crime podcast um (laughs) also i think i'm very good at being objective with other people like i might not like you but i won't treat you badly because of it and um i try to be very open-minded and like very like okay see other people's sides um but there are certain things obviously that i have convictions about and that i won't like (laughs) be like yeah that's right but like i will still hear you out and i will still be like okay you're justified in having that feeling right um, and I definitely think I give everyone a fair chance. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't like, I'm one of those people who has like feelings about people. And then like years later, they'll be like, oh, they, this person turned out to be a really bad person. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> right, I had that feeling. <laughs> right? I knew it, but everyone was like, no, but they're so hot. Or they're so amazing. or They're right. so like smart. But yeah, I think even though I have those feelings about people, like I might not like you or I might feel like there's something more sinister yourself. about it. Yeah, I keep it to myself, and I just wait for things to unfold. Yeah, mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious to know what your sixth one is, because my sixth one is like... You're like, why didn't it make the top five? <laughs> because right. I feel like I'm very um, grateful, and so <laughs> my sixth one was gratitude. Mm-hmm. Being, aware, being aware of and thankful for the good things that happen. Taking time to express thanks. I literally wake up thankful so, <laughs> i should be number one i'm not mad as you know i guess it's top 10 when i tell you when you're explaining your stuff and i look at my stuff i'm like this makes sense because the grateful thing bottom of the list 
And it's not because I don't want to be. It's just the way my brain yeah. is. I don't automatically think of the things I'm grateful for. I tend to be more of a pessimist, which is something I'm working on. But yeah, it's number 18 for me. Um, number six for me is appreci- appreciation of beauty and excellence. Um, noticing and appreciating beauty, excellence, and or skilled performance in various domains of life, from nature to art to mathematics to science to everyday experience. And I will I say no you. to math because math is stupid. No. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. Let's not. I don't appreciate math. Math equals it's money. Hard. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely see that for myself. Um, I am someone who likes to see things look beautiful. Yeah. Like that's just me. Like I have attention to detail and like I like seeing things look personally symmetrical like i don't like things when they're like like this is pleasing to me right now because we're <laughs> right, each right on one concept. side yeah. right, and right. We're like have everything right. lined up yeah so i think for me aesthetics is very important just because i like to look at things that are nice and yeah it soothes your mind and your soul and i'm an artistic person i'm like not good at like i'm not painting but i'm a writer and so i appreciate the arts you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um but you know what hurt me was that for my top five honesty was no written there and it's not because i'm not honest people okay i am Ooh. i'm very honest okay um wait what was your what, what number did it fall under it's seven. Oh, okay yeah. it's relatively close <laughs> yeah. mine is 17 oh no so <laughs> i mean i gotta work harder right and so i mean yeah i was i think when i met with my therapist about this i was like i'm shocked that honesty um isn't in the top five yeah like i definitely thought it would be before um prudence or before spirituality for me but yeah i thought creative like creativity for me was gonna be top five mm-hmm. um is there anything you were shocked about that was higher up than you thought like in the sense of like i didn't see this way i didn't see myself this way um the persuasive yeah. <laughs> like, number one. I didn't see myself like yeah. being. I guess why? I mean, why it provides wise counsel to others. Like, I can see that part. Yeah. Um. And so, because it falls under wisdom, I think I can see it more of for what it is. But mm-hmm. like the persuasive yeah. part, just kind of not make, making me settle <laughs> i think it's the word persuasive i think it sounds very like you're trying to Cynical. get people on your side yeah. or like you're trying to convince people which sometimes can be like negative connotation yeah. i think for me i was shocked about bravery being in my top 10 um i remember telling my therapist like it was very shocking to me that bravery was up there because like i don't see myself that way like i don't yeah. see myself as brave and i think because I see bravery as someone who like takes risks or someone who puts themselves out there more. And I feel like I'm not that person. I know it's ironic given that I have two podcasts. And, like, Literally, <laughs> like I feel like you're, but I feel like you're changing your narrative. Yeah. And like, you're in the process of changing that. So like, I can see why you can always think of yourself not being that way, but like you're now doing things. We're yeah. actually making this podcast. So I think, yeah. And know. that's what my therapist is telling me. It's like, I, for me, I think if the, I took this, like, five years ago um bravery would be way towards the bottom yeah um but i think like sometime when i like entered college i became brave like i told her that i only agreed with it because i chose my major to be writing and to me that is a very brave thing um just based off of like there's no job security in being a writer and so for me i thought that was a brave thing like me chasing 
my talent and chasing um, my ambition and what I felt like was my is my purpose yeah. rather than what would provide job security. And also we found out in therapy that I'm also brave because I have confronted people in my life about like the things that bother me and I've set boundaries, which is a very brave thing to do. Um, just I'm just saying that to say like if you're listening, you think you're not brave, like chances are you probably are. Like you've yeah. done things that is that can be hard for other people to do. Um, and that people don't have the courage to do. Yeah. Yeah. You've given those examples, giving it definitely put in perspective the things that I didn't think I was brave to do, but yeah, come to find out. Like, and I was brave something. to go to therapy. We also talked about that. Oh, yeah, I was brave to go to therapy. And in my head, like, I don't, I think that's where the humility comes in or like the low self-esteem, whatever. Like, I didn't see it as brave, not because I thought, oh, when you go to therapy, like you're weak i just didn't see it as brave i just saw it as like that's what i need to do to like keep going and so to me that's not brave and i explained that in therapy it was like me going to college is not brave in my eyes but that's based off my own standards my own privilege my own whatever yeah because to me that that's just what you have to do but to other people that would be brave i'm kind of shocked that like creativity wasn't up there (laughs) for me it's um number 15 for me um but so i was definitely shocked about that i was also shocked that more things that fell in the category of wisdom were up there for me like my top five consists mostly of like um temperance and transcendence see mine is wisdom and transcendence yeah <laughs> but i could see that for you like i just to me and i could honestly see temperance for me because i think i'm a pretty mellow person like i think yeah. i'm pretty agreeable and not necessarily because that's just how I am, but it's more so a coping mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> like, just making sure I go with the flow right. so nothing. And I don't want to have no arguments. Right. Nothing. <laughs> I'm not trying to get my hair pulled today because I'm actually having a good day today. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about your last last five ones. Okay. Because my last five ones, I'm, I can see for some of them... <laughs> But other ones, I was like, I can't believe it wasn't higher up. Honestly, and I th- and looking at my bottom five, I'm thinking I had to take the test over again because right, like, you're like, mm, something's not the math is not, not that math thing. Is <laughs> not, and math is not a bad subject, so I'm just not understanding. Um, so it's one through twenty, what one through twenty four? Yeah. Okay, so my twentieth mm-hmm. one is leadership, which is falls under justice. Wait, is it twenty or twenty one? Twenty. Okay, mine's the same. Really? Leadership, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is described as encouraging a group of which one is a member to get things done. And at the same time, maintaining good relationships within the group. Organizing group activities and seeing that they happen. Yeah, no. Yeah. And now that I'm reading this thing, like, I think I would be a good leader, but I think the the key factor for me is I don't want, want to be to the be. leader. <laughs> that's so what it is. That's why we have it as our twentieth. Yeah, and so like, I I before I made that you know <laughs> that, that saying like I want to retake my test. I now right. understand why right. this is at the bottom. Um, because being a leader it takes a lot of responsibility. It takes yeah. a lot of ownership of thy thyself. thyself. <laughs> right. And I'm in the healing process of doing that. So. Uh, yeah, I'm good on leadership. Where it's yeah. at, yeah. I think for me, I it falls lower on the list because although I do see good leadership qualities in myself, I don't 
the part where it says encouraging a group to get things done. My mentality is if you don't have the drive to do it yourself, I can't be. I can't be. (laughs) I can't be a part of it. My simple words of saying, "Can you please do your job?" (laughs) It's not enough. I just yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I cherish independence. I I cherish um, time management. (laughs) I cherish people being able to do things on their own. Yeah. Um, I don't want to have to encourage people to do their jobs. Not too do, many times either. Like, right. I mean, I'll say it every once in a while. Right. Every <laughs> once in a blue moon, maybe in the meetings if we have one. Right. <laughs> but like, if I gotta tell you every day, and you don't, and you're, and then you're coming to me like, I don't feel appreciated. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to quit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I can't do it. And in the work, I, I, the caregiving space that I work in, like, I'm already having to be attentive to my clients. I can't be attentive to employees. Right. As well, I need you to. Please maintain <laughs> yourselves. Okay, so yeah, our our twentieth ones lined up, which was leadership. Oh, your twentieth too. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your twenty first? Uh, prudence. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my... not careful of my choices. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, this this makes sense. My twenty first one was curiosity, which I'm personally offended by <laughs> because I do think I'm very like I ask questions a lot. Now, I might not ask them out loud, okay, but I will have questions. <laughs> oh, so then, <laughs> right. questions in your head is just not, right. not a question. And I do find myself to be a curious person, um, but not in the sense of being adventurous. Like, mm. I will ask questions critically. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I'm curious. Or I'm curious blue. in the sense. Mm. <laughs> Why is it blue? <laughs> um, but, like, I'm curious in the sense, like, I like to read. So I do like pursuing, like, knowledge and, like, understanding things. But I'm not going to... They're more indoor curiosities. <laughs> I'm not going to go on adventures too much. You know what I'm saying? You don't be like, door, 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 the explorer. <laughs> no, that's not for me. <laughs> um, Yeah. So what's 22 for you? 22 is, wow, um, bravery. Okay. Which falls on courage. Uh-huh. Um, not shrinking from threats, challenges, difficulties, or pain. Speaking up for what's right, even if it's. If even if there's opposition, acting on convictions, even if even if unpopular, including physical bravery, but it's not limited to. Mm-hmm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. 
Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, that makes sense. I, like I, can, I, I, I was going to say, I can see that for you. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, that makes Just sense. I feel I'm like not going to be in denial of... about it. <laughs> right. Because I'm definitely, like... I feel like growing up, I had a, a duality of like being an outgoing person, smiling, bubbly, but then like really on the inward, I was really suffering and really like yeah. downing myself and really like pitying in this space mm-hmm. uh, for a long, long time. And so like now that I'm a grown adult and have no excuses as to why mm-hmm. I cannot take care of myself, uh, I'm more now in a space of like being. Um, having self-esteem right. <laughs> and, and figure out, figuring, figuring out what bravery really looks like. And so, like, those characteristics make sense. And so, I mean, yeah, that okay. makes sense. Um, I I'm think, just now getting it together. Yeah. <laughs> I also think bravery being at the lower for you, like when it said sticking up for... Not that you wouldn't stick up for what's right. I just see you as someone who's like, that ain't my business. <laughs> really, it really, no, really, yeah. for real. Really, like, no. let me just mind my business. I <laughs> uh, got some my name on it? Nah, right. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, mine was hope, which is very mm. much um, me. Like I said, like I'm, I have come to accept that in many ways I can be a pessimistic person. And so for me, I don't. The description says expecting the best in the future and working to achieve it, believing that a good future is something that can be brought about. And I'm not that person. Hope is hard for me to have just because I tend to be also very realistic. Yeah. And, you know, some people I like I've said things before and people be like, what? Like I one time in college in a class, <laughs> uh, we had like this assignment. We had to talk about like um, controversial topics or whatever. Yeah. And one of them was like, oh, do you believe that racism or, like, social justice issues will be fixed in our lifetime or, like, in the future? And I said no. (laughs) And people, like, the black people were, like, shocked. And to be fair, I went to a PWI, so they were like, (laughs) me and, like, three (laughs) other black people in the class, and two of them were in my group. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, I don't believe racism will be solved. Yeah. And I don't believe many of the social justice issues will be solved in the world and then very much specifically in this country. And they looked shocked and I was like, I tried to put a qualifier and I was like, well, you know, I'm a pessimistic person. And, but like for me, it's also realistic. Yeah. Like if you think about it, (laughs) like really 200 plus years of this issue is going to be solved. I firmly believe it can't be solved unless God comes and saves us. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus has to come because too many people are hateful. Like, I hate to say it, but that's just the reality. There are so many people who are loving and amazing. But I feel like that can't, all these issues 
can't be solved in my lifetime and they can't be solved in my opinion at all yeah. i think there can be strides strides to uh resolve these things but i don't think you know let's say racism is somehow i roll <laughs> fixed um what are we gonna do about climate change there's just too many things <laughs> that have to but be like fixed at the same time that's a different thing so like i think of like global worldly mm-hmm. things like asteroids coming to our planet and like right kill us all in one millisecond i think of those issues separately than i think of like societal issues okay but i i get what you're saying but for me like i think that like and, and, and the climate change thing can inevitably lead to racism you know what i'm saying yeah. so like who do you think are they're going to save first? They're not going to save the black people. They're not going to save the lower income people. They're not going to save um, any other person of color. Right. They're going to save the rich and the white. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. to me, it's all interconnected and linked. And so yeah. for me, like, okay, let's say we solve the climate change issue. Everything else will crop up. We don't have universal health care. We don't have universal child care. We don't have, there's still sexism. There's still racism. It all can't be solved within our lifetimes yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. because i just feel like it's just statistically not possible no that's 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 real and so that's where it comes in where i'm like realistic and i don't have that much hope i think i can have more hope for me singular singularly like as a person or like the people i care about but when it comes to the world um it's very much diminished oh yeah no, no i definitely feel that because like for me i can have all the hope in the world that i can change yeah and be the change yourself. i want to see yeah instead of having the world yeah, that's the thing. I don't have Be hope in change. people. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because I don't believe... So here's my here's my my, my working theory. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't believe, like, like you know, asteroid or anything, like, globally big is supposed to happen to, to me or us in, this, in my lifetime. Yeah. Or my child's lifetime. Or yeah. my, the next generation's lifetime. So with that being said, I feel like if we are not seeing the imminent end of society as we see as society in the world now, I feel like there won't be an urgency to actually be better people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So and so like And to be with fair, with a pandemic hitting, you think people would be better, but they're not. So like And they're not, and it's getting worse. <laughs> right. And then, and then subsequently children get like the back end of everything because like mm-hmm. schools were shut down. I, I never yeah. had no pandemic school shut down ever so like to, for them to have a new experience of what life has been for them it's like that's kind of crazy to me like they're probably like already burnt out yeah like i didn't start getting burnt out until i hit college yeah and that's like a blessing for I real, a, because i, I can imagine co- being burnt out before that like i started feeling little traces of it in high school but it really hit me in college so i can't imagine like being like a pandemic a pandemic child or like being even being born during a pandemic and then having to like feel that energy and then like growing up and it just like consecutively i don't want to go down a bad path but like getting worse like yeah. i just i really do feel for younger generations no seriously all right my 23rd one was self-regulation and look that is real okay regulating oh, what one feels together on that one yeah. too oh really on 23 yeah. Yeah, regulating what one feels and does. This this is what makes our friendship strong. <laughs> is that we have the same low character traits. 
And it's in the right places, too, because I feel like we truly do support our low self-regulation. It's like regulating what one feels and does, being disciplined, (laughs) controlling one's appetites and emotions. Literally working on a day-to-day basis, taking my vitamins every morning, like taking showers twice, once or twice a day, like having those. Do you feel like you indulge? What, indulge in? And just like in everything, like in life. Yeah, Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah, like an extra hour in bed, why not? Right. (laughs) (laughs) An extra cookie, why not? Exactly. More food, why not? Right. Like, like, of course, of course. There's no self control. Right. (laughs) I'm just now gaining control (laughs) in the fact that I'm disciplined enough to go to the gym more than one time in a day is really like mind blowing to me. I actually like running. What? Which is really <laughs> mind blowing to me. So yeah. like, for me to like really go through this and have it go through the chain and growing up, I'm like. <laughs> and the thing is, I know it's like I can be disciplined in one area. Like I'm doing really well with working out. Yeah. Don't expect me to do well with my nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> or one like purchasing time. items. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to have zero self control on Amazon and zero self control in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay, so Where's insert one? drum roll. What was your final strength? My final strength. <laughs> my final lesser of my right. strength. <laughs> right. Is my perseverance. Really? Which falls under courage, yes. Wow. Finishing what one starts, preserving uh, preserving in a course of action in spite of obstacles, getting it out the door, taking pleasure in accomplishing task um yeah this makes sense because (laughs) i feel like a lot of things i've given up on simply because not because i couldn't do it but because i didn't have the will or the Mm. the yeah the willpower to actually do it yeah um i'm speaking candidly about the fact that i didn't finish school and i think that was probably like one of my biggest like yeah i could have been done (laughs) like yeah but i didn't have the willpower i couldn't like my i was mentally spiritually like just exhausted and i didn't know how to express it i didn't know how to speak up for myself in a way that would allow me to heal in 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 the process of getting my degree instead of feeling like i had to do one or the other i just want to validate you and every person who did not complete college okay because as someone who did complete college i barely made it through okay (laughs) and to me, it was the worst time in my life. Yeah. I think for many people, it's like, oh, it's so amazing. And, you know, there's freedom and you're finding yourself. And I find myself finding myself now. Yeah. Like, college was just, you have to make it from one day to the next. You have to make it from one assignment to the next. And it, I think it largely has to do with where you go to school. I went to a, a predominantly white institution and it was a private college. Yeah. And I think that shaped, like, that really contributed to my depression. Um, but I just wanted to like validate you and saying like, I, if I didn't have a support system or if I didn't have the, my driving factor was that I need to be successful because for me, that's a huge indication of who I am. Like it contributes to my self-esteem. And so for me, that was a driving factor. If I could find a, if I was guaranteed a way not to be a guaranteed a way to be successful without going to college and I could see that plan clearly. I wouldn't have gone to college, honestly. I truly, I, or I would have given up. I would have gone because I do like learning and I do like education. And I do like the things that college offered me, but I probably would have given up when it was really hard. Yeah. And so I think it's totally 
normal because I, I have seen lots of people who just like, I can't do it anymore. I hit a wall where I was seriously like, is there a way that I cannot be here? Like, is there a way that I cannot be a college student, but still grad, but still um, be an adult or still yeah. be successful yeah. in in my career? Because it's really hard. And it's not just like the coursework. It's hard in the sense like making friends. It's hard balancing work life yeah. with it. It's just hard in general. And I think a lot of people see college as like this uh, fun es- escape from your normal life, like what you had back home or whatever. Yeah. Um, but to me, it was very like, it's a lot to be thrust into adulthood while also trying to get good grades. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And set yourself up for the future. Yeah. I And so like with that point, like I feel like, um, I feel like the thrill of leaving home yeah. I didn't have. Okay. I, f- I certainly didn't have that. I feel like that part of like my like my life was experienced way earlier. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't like it was haphazardly. It wasn't like my parents expected it. Like it right. was like, you know, out of out of traumatic experiences. And so like going to school and then so like you said, like making friends and th- yeah. I didn't have the willpower. I didn't have like the the desire, like I felt like I was emo, like I felt like I was somehow emotionally stunted at, mm. at an age for a while, and so like my ability to like that's real yeah. process me mm-hmm. being this old age now, who's I'm in college, I'm having to do courses that are like supposed to be for higher learning, whatever, yeah. cool, but like I don't feel qualified in, uh. a, in a lot of ways. <laughs> yes, that is real. And so yeah, I can, I, and now I'm in a place now. I'm back in school. Mm-hmm. I'm feel a lot i feel i feel a level of confidence that i didn't feel when i first started school and i think that's good and so which is and helpful in your experience exactly and so i almost maybe think like i wish i would have took like a year off yeah post high school and kind of figure out that would have been where i where i really am like and figure out if i want to go to school if i if i if i I do it what does that plan look like yeah with the scenario in life that's happening right right now you know i think that's I definitely felt what you said when you said you felt uh, stunted. Yeah. I think I definitely felt that way. I, f- like, I still feel that way sometimes. Like, for me, I just feel like I'm behind, but not yeah. in the sense, like, I'm falling behind, but in the sense that I'm just not where a lot of other people are. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just my own journey. Yeah. But, like, in college, I, I had no desire. This is also a large part of my personality, but I had no desire to go to parties i had no desire to really join join any organizations like on campus i was just like let's hit it and quit it okay (laughs) let's get in let's get out right let's do the work let's go to class let's go to work let's go home you know like that was where i was at school was work to you so like exactly yeah and i think that's a um a major way that i approach life like anything i do really is just like let's just get it done it's work let's just get through it and that's probably why i didn't finish the first time i'm not mm-hmm. looking at school as work i'm looking at school as <laughs> i don't even know what i was looking at school as because it wasn't like i didn't feel like i was lear- like I, okay i'm there to learn teachers are there to teach yeah. you things but i didn't feel like i was learning yeah what i needed to know I, okay. what I feel like I need to know that I need to learn. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I just wasn't processing all that I need to process. Yeah. So, yeah. I think for me, 
um the path i took obviously because i took it is the one that's right for me (laughs) but uh you're like no obviously um but yeah i think for me if i took a year off i needed the momentum of like high school to get me through because if i took a year off i think um i would have lost focus but that's just my personality yeah um and because i'm some somewhat of a person who's like okay well after you go to high school you go to college it's just what you do yeah um and i can tell you right now but i think that's what's crazy because i was about to say like i can tell you right now i couldn't do college right now but that's because i already did college (laughs) so i'm spent from doing college but i think like it's really i think it would have been an interesting experience to have done college after you've like had a year or two off yeah and like have been in the workforce because I feel like there's this um, idea that when you go to college after that, you'll get a job and like that's everything will be fine. And that's not necessarily the case yeah. for a lot of, like for some people it is like, if you're a nurse, you're going to get a job because you're needed and not just because of a pandemic, like right. you're always going to be needed. And so I think first other um, career routes, that's different. And that can like put a damper on like, your whole ex- like the, then you think like oh was college even worth it and it's like obviously it was worth it because like you're looking at job positions and you're right. like bachelor's degree oh well at least i have that I you know what i'm saying I, like exactly. so like i just think i think um my desire to learn would have been coming from a different place if i took mm. a year or two off because my desire to learn wasn't because i just want to learn it's because I need this so that I can get a good job yeah. <laughs> like i need to show this as my on my transcripts yeah. so that i can get that degree and I can get a good job and I think that's not how you should approach learning I think you should approach learning with like curiosity and like genuine interest and I think for sure having time away from being in school for so long like when you think about it we were in school since we were like five you know what I'm saying like and kids these days be in school negative 10 so they're learning languages in the womb so like I can't even like to me being in school was a lot like and it wasn't even just like it like that's the thing like I've talked to my mom about this is like I'm good at school like I know what to do I know how to take the notes I know how to pass the test I know how to do that stuff but the the thing about school was the environment for me I did not Mm. like being in the classroom I did not like certain aspects of what made you a quote-unquote good student Mm. that's what I didn't like I didn't like the way that you learned like I want to learn in a very I want to learn from a book but the book I want to read or I want to learn from a, a documentary yeah um I want to learn like I don't want to have to always take a test. Sometimes I want to write about it yeah. or maybe I want to do a video about it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, or a podcast about it. Like that yeah. would be so cool. If like back in the day when we were in school, we could learn through different ways or show our knowledge through different ways instead of such these, like dope. these rigid systems. Yeah. And so for me, I think that's what really got to me is that like, it was always so rigid in certain ways, but I was, I was good at doing it. Like, okay, you want me to take the test? I'll take the test you want me to write this paper this way, I can write the paper this way. Right. I just need good grade. Okay, <laughs> that's all I need. That's all I need. Um, yeah, okay. So my final one, which to me was no shocker, but I can't wait to see your reaction, um, I'm excited. was zest. <laughs> <laughs> You're approaching, not zesty enough. <laughs> approaching life with excitement and energy, not doing things halfway <laughs> or half-heartedly, 
living life as an adventure, feeling alive and activated. Yeah, I, I have felt zero of those things. <laughs> I can't tell you a time in my life where I have had zest. <laughs> I've had lemon zest, but I had zest. Right, zest for life. No, what is that? No, I, I have depression. I have <laughs> anxiety. Right, I have zero zest for life. I have never, I've never been one of those people who wake up like, oh, it's going to be an amazing day. To me, it's just a day. It's another day that I have to keep living. And be like, wow, the sun looks really good today. No, didn't I tell you hope is number 22? (laughs) Didn't I I tell you hope? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any hope for the day. I just have the hope that I make it through. You know what? And I've always felt that way. And that's what's crazy. In a recent therapy session with my therapist, I told her, I can't recall a time, and I'm sure there has has been a time in my life I just maybe was too young to um, take note of it. Yeah. But, like, I can't recall a time where I was excited about waking up. Oh. And she was like, hmm. <laughs> Took her little notes. <laughs> right. But, like, for me, I'm like, I don't know if I've always had depression or, like, I've, like, slowly slipped into it. But, like, I have never, I can't remember a time. Even as a kid, I had anxiety about being awake. Like, no. I told my therapist, like, I don't, you know, like, normal kids will be like, oh, I'm so excited to go for a sleepover. Yeah. I was thinking, when can I come back home? I was thinking, but what's going to happen at the sleepover? And so how long do you think it's going to last? You feel like that? Yeah. And I'd be like, are there going to be new people there that I have to get to know? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> to me, but, like, it wasn't like I wasn't enjoying it. I yeah. was, like, in the moment, but it's the anxiety that leads up to it, you know? Like, yeah. I need to know what's going to happen. I need to know when you're going to come pick me up. I need to know um, who's going to be there. What What's the food? You know, like, what's, I need to know all the logistics of it. Um, and so I think, like, that has, like, obviously diminished my zest for life is, like, always wondering what's going to happen. And I've always had that. And I don't think I'll – I don't know if I'll ever have that. Maybe if I get on antidepressants or something. <laughs> know but like i don't think i will ever wake up and be like and i also tried to think about like okay maybe if i was in the perfect career would i have that and i talked to my therapist to my therapist about that because when i was in high school i was like okay i can't wait to get to college things will be better when i get to when i was in college i can't wait to be an adult and be in my career things will get better now i'm here things aren't better (laughs) i'm still depressed i'm still anxious and so the truth is like you have to like live in the moment and be grateful and like take each moment as it comes and find the good in it and i understand that so like i try not to keep thinking oh if i'm married maybe i'll be happier you know i'll have more zest i don't know man like you I just know, know you can't you can't think that way because for real i know you know i i what you when you what resonated with me when you said like be grateful for the moment in the day like mm-hmm. counting your blessings like literally that's what i have to do every day like whether it be lately it's been my car working properly mm-hmm. for, the, for the past month and right. I've been on top of my stuff. So like that's been, I've been really grateful Yeah, that I can drive 300 miles and it not be an issue <laughs> or I'm worried about like how I'm going to get home because I've, that's been in my, on my mind constantly growing up. Like right. we're, we're having different cars and whatnot. So literally finding those little things and like knowing that those little things may not matter tomorrow mm-hmm. but like it mattered today and like yeah. it's yesterday's issue or yesterday's like grateful point but like you have that point to be go back to like hey i was actually aware in this moment i was actually like present 
doing what with whoever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just like, and that's another thing that adds to my depression is like, I can see it in other people, like that desire to like keep going and being alive. <laughs> Not to get too dark, but like, yeah. it just blows my mind that like, people wake up energetic. Yeah. And there's some people who wake up energetic without coffee. And I don't drink coffee um, or well, yeah. alcohol or anything like that. But there's people who, like, wake up with just that natural zest for life. And I'm like, God did not program me that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Or maybe it's, per- like, maybe it's life experiences that have led me to that. Maybe if those things didn't happen, I would be that person. Yeah. But, like, I just don't remember. I remember specifically when I was younger. I want to say I was around five. I was in bed and I was trying to fall asleep. And I think this was my first anxious thought or like first sad thought yeah. that I really had that, that I could remember was like I was laying in bed and I was like I was just looking up at the ceiling. and I was like, man, I got to go to school tomorrow again. <laughs> I was like, I have. And then the thought popped into my head. I have to keep doing this every day. Who thinks like that at five? Oh, my. Well, like, I literally thought like this is like. I will have to keep doing this. Yeah. And I felt a sense of dread. And that's crazy to me. Like, no five-year-old should feel that. Yeah. But that's, like, how I felt. And that's how I felt, like, up until 25. Wow. And I can't snap out of it. I'm telling you, anything I do, I can't snap out of it. So maybe I need to try antidepressants. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, could you, never, you never tried. Cause I, don't, I, don't I try I meditating. It's still there. I don't know if I, I believe in medication, but, like, have you tried medication? No. My therapist brought it up because it was, like, especially during a dark time for me. Like, when I first started going to therapy, it was brought up. But then I was like, well, I just want to try it and see how therapy works and see if I can maintain without it. And then also there's, like, the side effects of medication, which are, like, you know, for some people it's worth it. Like, you really do need the medication, even if the side effects are bad. Yeah. Because it's, like, between you killing yourself or you having bad, bad side effects, like, feeling drowsy or feeling like sluggish obviously you would choose the side effects but um i just felt like oh i'm not ready to try that yet there have been times when i thought about it like man it would be nice to like go through life and not be stressed out like constantly 24 7 and like have your mind racing um you don't be able to do it on your own and not feel like you helped in that way but like and I have no, like, stigma around the medication thing. Like, yeah. I would feel totally fine. Like, some people feel like, oh, I don't want to have to yes, rely me. on it. But like, for me, I'm like, pills, if I'm it will me. make me less depressed or make me less anxious, that's fine. But I just feel like I haven't gotten to a place uh, where it's super bad, like, in a long time. So I just feel like, okay, well, therapy has been helping me maintain. I'd rather do that. Right. Um, Could you feel like you hit your, like, your lows? Yeah. So you don't. So you know exactly. Kind and of I found more are. coping mechanisms. Like before, when I hit low, I was like, "Yeah, I'll give me the medication." <laughs> but like now, I'm like, "Okay, I don't have to rely on medication because it's not that bad for me." Right. Um, and I can use like the coping mechanisms I've learned in therapy, but, um, I think like I've tried so much. Like, and like I said, maybe medication is the answer. But like I've tried like even praying. Like, yes, it helps in the moment, but, like, I I guess I could pray 24-7. But, but I mean, like, like, it's just, like, like, I, it's hard to, like, to get out of that. Like, every time I wake up, like, and it is, like, a conscious choice. Like, I've talked to my therapist. Like, you have to consciously make an effort to stop being negative yeah. and to have positive thoughts and to change your thinking, which I'm trying. I'm actively trying to do this year. 
but it's still when it's something that you've been doing for 25 years it's it takes so much work and i probably won't see the results for another 25 years like honestly because it's like a retraining of your brain um which is possible but it's very difficult especially if you don't have a a lot of people who are like at least on this on the same wavelength of like trying to like evolve right past yeah if you have like negative people around or people who just don't get it or just people like not even negative people or people who don't get it or people just like they're just used to you being one way yeah you know they're not not, yeah they don't know how to help you because there's no you never had to you never walked that that way before you know so yeah it's always it's always a give or take type of thing thanks for joining us for another episode of help i'm sad if you liked what you heard and want to support the show please subscribe or follow and share the podcast with family and friends Also, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our show. And we would love to create a community for Help I'm Sad listeners. So don't be shy. Interact with us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Help I'm Sad Pod and on Twitter at Help I'm Sad underscore pod. We will be back next month with another episode. Until then, love, light, and peace. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 